Hey y'all, it's Cammie, a super fly girl from a little big world, also known as the 919. I know you're wondering, Cammie, what are we talking about? And just how did we get here? Well, let me tell you. Pen and Paper Podcast is bringing you all the feels of a little bit of everything for a whole lot of somebodies just like you. I'm bringing to you real conversations, transparency, and a whole lot of love. This is for my dreamers, believers, and for sure, my debaters. So let's dive in together as we touch on topics of family, friendships, relationships, both inward and out, come on, love, music, beauty, and did I mention finances? Uh, Oh yeah, we're taking it there. Pen and Paper Podcast is what I like to call your one podcast fits all. Yes. And I can't wait to explore with all of my ladies and my fellas to get just the right perspective and a whole lot of laughs, of course. So sit back, relax, and let's put this pen to the paper, y'all. Welcome back to episode six of Pen and Paper Podcast. I know it's been a while, but as promised, I always want to give a little bit of everything for a whole lot of somebodies, just like you. If you are a festival fan, then I'm sure that you have heard of the Dreamville Festival. Just a week ago, that is April 2nd and 3rd, a citywide family reunion took place as many people gathered from all across the state, and they would consider this one of the best festivals put on by the GOAT himself, J. Cole, and the Dreamville team. I could go on about all that went down, but today I want to highlight two businesses that showed up and out at the 2022 Dreamville Festival. Why, you may ask, because what is a festival without good food and looking and feeling your best? So first, I want to introduce my first guest. We have Jolly's Catering, and this is Jolly's Catering in events known for their statement, will make you smile. They have completely changed the game as they are serving everything, burgers, sausages and hot dogs, sandwiches, seafood and chicken wings. And they have today representing them, Mr. James himself, Mr. James Shuford. How are you doing today, James? I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. And last but certainly not least, we have Heroin Beauty with the founder and CEO, Deja Williams. And what's heroin, you asked? It is a cruelty-free and highly addictive hair care system derived from organic formulas, often used to create luxurious hair. Deja says that she wanted to create a product that was simple, but also something that actually works. How are you, Deja? It's good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Absolutely. So, y'all, I want to start off with a quote, and it's from J. Cole himself, and it says that we got dreams and we got the right to chase them. So I want to just jump right into the conversation. How did you first hear about the Dreamville Festival? So I'll start off with you, James, because I know you kind of work with the first festival originally. So how did you first hear about the Dreamville Festival? Um. Well, I, I first heard about it over the radio. Uh, it started being it started being advertised in ticket sales and the internet. So there was a big buzz about something that large coming to um, Raleigh. 
So I wasn't born here, but I was raised. I've been raised here. I've been here since '84. Uh, so I'm a Raleigh dude. So something of that magnitude, with superstars behind it, you know, I, um, the world just got out. Absolutely, got out. I love it. And what about you, Deja? How did you hear about the Dreamville Festival? Um, I heard about the festival um, the first year that it happened. My cousins went to the Dreamville Festival, um, and they just told me about like, oh, you know, like it's like some of the other festivals that are out there um, and they enjoy. um, And then um, I just was like, Oh, like that's cool. So that's how I got to like find out about it. Absolutely. I love it. And so guys, I want you to kind of give a background of when did your business, you know, begin and sort of how did you decide that that it was something that the festival needed? So we'll start off with you, Deja, Um, you know, with your business being a hair company, how did you decide, okay, this is something that I need to take to the Dreamville Festival? Um, Well, actually, um, I work as a hairstylist. I actually launched my hair product line in 2020. Um, during COVID and every year during homecoming, I usually do something like, um, like a beauty event during homecoming. And in 2018, um, like after my event, me and my friends were talking about like, Oh, like Dreamville, Dreamville, Dreamville. And then someone ended up reaching out to me about doing something like that for the 2018, um, um, so when this new, when the 2020, what were we in 2022? When this festival came back <laughs> around this year, they, um, um, I circled back with them, the people who reached out to me initially and asked them like, hey, like, okay, I know I do hair. Y'all, you know, want me to do hair, but I have a hair product line that I, I, I want to start promoting. Like, would y'all, you know, be interested in having me? And they were like, Yeah. So, like, tell me what you want to do. So I literally just told them what I wanted to do. And they were like, yeah, we want you. And initially they were like, oh, we're going to have you here. But then, like, after, like, a few months, a few weeks, I mean, they hit me back and was like, oh, no, we want to put you in um, VIP. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I love that. I love that. And what about you, James? When, When did your business begin and how did you decide, okay, this is something that Dreamville Fest needs? Uh, well... I've been catering since um I've been I've been cooking since about two thousand eight. Wow. Um I used to I used to cook outside the strip club, wings and <laughs> wings and fish. Right I outside love it. the strip club. <laughs> yeah, so that's how, that's kinda how I started. Um I went to prison for a little while and when I came home, um I started Jolly's catering and events. Wow. So I came home in twenty thirteen, uh twenty fourteen we started and it's just been a rocket ever since. Um, while Dreamville, while I felt like Dreamville needed me, um, I'm from here. Um, I represent the city well, and we got the best wings around, baby. So, yeah, people needed that. Absolutely. I love that, and that's so true. The food is amazing, y'all. So I want to get into, in your opinion, how would you compare the first festival in 2019 to the recent one that we just had about a week ago? So um, anybody can kind of feedback on this. I know, James, you were there um, at the first festival. And Deja, you said that you heard people that went there. So what is your outlook on the previous festival to this one this year? Uh, well, first of all, the, the first Dreamville was only one day. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, 
to have a two day event of that magnitude, it like changed the whole game. Everything doubled up, tripled up. Um, I was a little bit more prepared because um, the first time it was the biggest thing that I that I had ever done wow. at that time. So um, nobody really knew what was going to happen. Um, there were a lot of hiccups in the game. There was a a real bad storm the day before, mm. so the the soil, the ground was real soft, and the park oh, didn't yeah. want there. So we like it was it was a real big ordeal this time it was a little bit smoother there was still a storm the day before mm-hmm. <laughs> but we still had a few of those obstacles but it went a little bit smoother this time and um you know like i said it was a two-day event but we were ready man we were yeah. ready we were ready to serve the people um we expanded our menu a little bit more we reduced our menu because there's so many people and we try to reduce the waiting time we know people want to get that right having fun and everything. So um, a few are like a big mama raps and stuff like that. We didn't have there. Um, but y'all can catch them out here in the street when y'all come chase the taste. Oh yeah. You know oh yeah. Not that. Um, but yeah, we had a limited menu, but everything worked out well. Uh, we really enjoyed ourselves. We made a little paper. So yeah, everything was good. All right. And let's get to you, Deja. How could you compare to hearing about it to actually being a part of the festival? What do you think is a difference or how would you compare the two? Um, yeah. Festival, um, they said there were in a, there wasn't like a lot of things to do mm. or like happenings at the first festival. It's just kind of like you were there. They had like the props where you could take pictures, but like actually engaging with um, other businesses or having um sponsors or vendors they didn't really have a lot outside of food so um that was one thing i heard about as far as the first dreamville so this one <clears throat> i think it was uh, a lot better even though i didn't attend the first one Absolutely. because there was interaction so it allowed people to um interact with different businesses and learn about people's products and services Absolutely. And so what would you say that, how would that, how did that make you feel, Deja? So, you know, being that, you know, it was your first time being there and you got that one-on-one interaction with the fans and the, and the festival goers, how did that make you feel? Um, it made me feel really good because um, my product is heroin and, um, it's like fun, festive, um, you know, so I was able to engage with like fans and they were able to take pictures yeah I was able to like tell them about their hair give them hair tips and I think they appreciated it like and it wasn't just like people from like of um african-american race but it was like white people black people it was all kinds of people and I was able to talk to them like young kids older people you know it was just really cool Absolutely. And James, how did it make you feel, you know, just being, you know, cooking and kind of giving people what they want? So how did that overall make you feel? What was that experience like? Yeah, just like you said earlier, we like to make them smile. Yeah. um, It really made me feel good that um, my crew was prepared. We were prepared. um, And uh, we served the people. Everybody seemed really pleased with what we had going on. And, um, it's just a big thing to be exposed to so many people at one time yes. and get a positive, a positive response. So it was a great experience for us. 
Absolutely. And I love that you guys both had great experiences. I know for me, kind of working in the background, I was able to kind of work within um, the merch store, the pop up shop and, you know, interact with people as well. But then I got to also, you know, meet a lot of people in the catering area. So I got a, I got an opportunity to meet a lot of the production team. So it was a really good experience for me as well. So as a business owner, how can you say Dreamville has benefited your business? Being that it was a week ago, um, I know, James, you mentioned about the financial finances, but what other ways has the festival benefited your business? Uh, besides the, the finances, it's the, um, it's, it's the exposure. Being yes. exposed to thousands and thousands and thousands of people at one time and uh, getting, just getting your brand out there, getting your name out there. Um, news, news has called me. I've been on two, um, two news stations already. Wow. Um, you know, jobs of uh, opening up the phones been ringing. I've been answering emails. Um, social media responses spiked, and um, we've done well with that. So, yeah, everything was cool. Um, Dreamville gave me the opportunity. Like, I had some people that to find me the next day from Los Angeles. Wow. Just to get something to eat because they couldn't reach the, the trailer. Um, at Dreamville, so they Googled me, Googled my location, and found me and came and got something to eat before they went back over to the West Coast. That type of stuff is big for me. Yes. You know? I really appreciate it, and um, that's just how, um, especially when you do it well, that's just how these businesses, that's how businesses last forever. I'll, I'll be in some someone's mind for the rest of their life because they were, I, was, they were, I was part of that Dreamville experience, so I'm real proud of that. Absolutely. And what about you, Deja? You're on a different spectrum, but hair we know is like a worldwide thing. So how did it impact your business? Um, well, as you know, like I was a guest of Dreamville, yes. so I wasn't there to profit. So I couldn't sell products or anything I did there. I wasn't there for profit. Absolutely. So I will say that my after um, on Sunday, when I looked at my website, the analytics, I did have um, 27% increase in wow. traffic alone um, just from being out there. Um, also, like I made so many connections with so many people. Um, there was a lady who worked for um, a particular uh, retailer that wanted to um, meet with me. I actually get to meet with her next week. Um, and she was just really impressed with like packaging um, and like, like my slogan and how I was like promoting my business business um i definitely feel like i made new clients while i was there i exchanged numbers with people and they're like oh you're so personable and i'm like yeah like why wouldn't i be so i'm glad i was able to make those connections with people Absolutely. And I think that it's awesome that you guys um, were able to make, you know, those really good connections. And I think it's really dope when you can do that. And I as well, like I had some cards on me and I'm like, look, this is pen and paper podcast. Like y'all going to hear about it. You're going to see it. Like I may need you on an episode. So I think it's really dope that you can, you know, meet people that can make, you know, lifelong connections. So what impact do you guys believe that this festival um, has on the city of Raleigh? So, you know, even if you're not a native, from here um james how do you feel like it's impacted raleigh do you think this is like you know a temporary thing or this will you know get more um traffic with people what do you think about that uh how I, what i think about it i think um it's just like we're not a country no more yeah you know, back in the day 
you know, North Carolina was the country. Like I was born in New York, down south, as they say. You know oh yeah. Saying? And you know, it's the country. Like I remember when a lot of these, you know, a lot of these roads and stuff. I remember we didn't have a Martin Luther King Boulevard in Raleigh. I remember a lot of stuff that, you know, it just shows Dreamville just shows the growth of the area Absolutely. to the world. You know, to the world, and it shows that um, Raleigh has the ability to host something of that magnitude and put it, pull it off successfully. And um, we need to be proud, and J. Cole need to be proud that he, that black people did that. Yeah. Know? Someone black brought that here. And, um, you know, that, that it means a lot. It means a lot. Absolutely. What about you, Deja? How do you feel like it's impacted Raleigh as a whole? Like, how do you feel about that? I think it's impacted um, Raleigh as a whole from a whole lot of different standpoints, even for creatives. Like the whole Mm. weekend, they had different events going Mm. on. So if you were in the music industry, you got an opportunity to like have little events, like maybe not in the festival, but around the festival in Raleigh or even down to people who are not into music. Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, they made so much money this yes. weekend. Hotels, boutique hotels, Airbnbs, it gave the city of Raleigh the opportunity to just increase their revenue in general. Um, and I think that's great because I have friends who drive Uber and Lyft and I have friends who are in the music industry or yes. I have friends who want to make beats or like you with their podcast. Yep. Like you, So it gave us the opportunity to have a new outlet and outreach to like expand our businesses or whatever we're trying to do. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that Deja, because it almost made it seem like if you didn't use that opportunity to like meet somebody, connect with somebody, it was your fault because there were so many revenue that, you know what I'm saying? It was, there were so many things and it made me, you know, so just happy that the festival only can get better. You know what I'm saying? From the, like James, like you mentioned with the first year, like it was, you know, growing and everybody was still kind of learning, but now it was just, it was amazing. So I love that you made that point. So, guys, in the coming months, how do you plan to prepare for the next year's festival? Will you be working or will you simply just be a festival attendee? So we'll start off um, with you, Deja. How do you feel about that? I definitely want to go back to Dreamville next year. And I want to go back as, like, however they bring me back. I don't Absolutely. want to just attend. Because I... By me being there, I was able to experience Dreamville, but actually also work in, and yes. promote as well. Um, so I do look forward to like coming um, coming back. If they were having me back, I definitely would want to come back. Um, and some of the things, like I know you came to the tent like t- both days, right? Yes, yes. So you, the first day was like chill. You know, I'm trying to get a feel for Dreamville. But like second day, we were lit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> photo booth we were definitely engaging more and talking to more people um and i think you know um if they like i said if they have me back like i have a more opportunity to have like more merch because i was giving out merch but i want to be able to give out more stuff and over time to have bigger bags and uh, you know more cooler things yeah yeah i totally agree Mm -hmm. all right james what about you because you've been you know you've been here since the initial one so are you going to be working again are you bringing jollies back or are you just going to be a festival attendee i already know you're with your face and i can already tell you already know what i'm trying i'm trying to be a dreamville every yes yes do it twice i'm trying to do it i'm trying to be there yep absolutely i I just want to be a part of the experience for the city um you know i love it here I've had the opportunity to live anywhere, but I'm not going anywhere. 
you know what I'm saying? This is home for me. Um, so I want to be a part of everything big that's going on around here. And how I'm, I'm going to prepare for next year is um, I'm going to expand. I'm going to yes. expand my business and I'm going to um, be ready for whatever for whatever J. Cole and them got in store for next year. I'm going to be ready to service Absolutely. And I think one thing to mention is like, I think that you can sort of tell whether you meet the director of a festival or anything, you can tell that the atmosphere reflects um, from the top. So I feel like it was just good vibes. It was good people, you know, great business, great food, great connections. So it just shows that overall the Dreamville team, you know, did what they had to do to make it happen. So guys, if there was one positive thing that you could share with J. Cole and the Dreamville team regarding the festival, what would that be so um i'll start off with you you james how would you what would you say to them if you know you could tell them one thing about the festival uh i would tell them they did a great job absolutely i would tell them thank you i would tell them thank you that would probably be first of all thank you for um allowing my business to go uh to be there i would also tell them thank you um for selecting me out of the 40 trucks that were there to service their uh, VIP section. Absolutely, I would thank them for that as well because, like, we didn't even know we were doing that until we got there. So, you know, we were prepared to go out there with everybody else. They said, "Nah." They said, um, "The committee selected you and um, the shrimp truck to be in the VIP area." Wow. So, um, you know, I'm proud of that, and I really appreciate that. And just keep doing it, man. Stay, keep it in Raleigh. Keep doing oh, it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got y'all got the recipe. Y'all got a winning re- recipe and just expand off of that. That's what I would say to him. Absolutely. And what about you, Deja? What is one thing that you would share with J. Cole and the Dreamville team? Um, I think one thing I would share with them is that I like how they allowed the North Carolina artists to be able to have the larger stage. Yes. I think really dope of J. Cole, you know, like he wanted to give North Carolina artists the opportunity to shine or the smaller artists. Yeah. Um, not taking away from any of the larger artists, but that's so cool yeah. because people like don't always do that or don't think about like, okay, they're still trying to get to where some of these bigger artists are. Um, so I definitely thought that was like super dope. Yes. So I would tell them that like, that was great. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, um, I saw so many clips from like the Raj stage, how there were some workers that, you know, got the ability to sing and, you know, share their talent. So it was like almost, you know, it was an open door for everybody to kind of like share and connect. And that's just so awesome. So I want to move into outside of the festival. What does your company have planned in the coming months? And, you know, where can people kind of, you know, look for these things to come? So I'll start off with you, Deja. What do you have planned in the um, next coming months? Um, so hopefully um, at the end of third quarter this year, I will hope to have opened my spa. Oh, yeah. Um, downtown Durham. That's amazing. <laughs> so that's one of the things. And so it's um, going to be, the name of it is going to be Heroin Salon Spa. So I will be selling my products exclusively inside of my salon. Woo-hoo! It will be a full service spa for men and women. And I just want... Um, Black girl luxury. Absolutely. So I want us to be able to have something nice, something sexy. I want um, the man to be able to come in and be able to be groomed too. They like luxury too. Oh, yeah. So hopefully by the end of third quarter or um, beginning of fourth quarter, I'll have that um, my spot open. 
All right. Y'all heard it. We're on the lookout for that, Deja. I believe you're going to make it happen. It's going to be good. <laughs> All right, James. Yeah. So what does Jolly have um, in the coming months? What can the people expect from the catering and events company that you are bringing um, to the city and all around? What can we expect? Um, well, this year we're expanding. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm getting some more vehicles. I'm getting some more trucks. I'm getting some more vehicles. Um, uh, we got a uh, dessert truck coming. Um, so that's going to be exciting. exciting oh, yeah. Things. I've got another truck, another savory truck coming. Um, we're going to be all over the surrounding areas and beyond this year. Um, the calendar is looking like we're booked up to about October. So that's amazing. Um, but if we, we'll make space. If we, if we can make space, we will. Um, so y'all don't stop calling. Don't stop emailing. Go ahead and, you know, book us as, as soon as possible if you need us. But yeah, man, we just, we, we full steam ahead. Um, y'all just check us out on all our social medias. Uh, call me, um, and chase the taste. All right. I love it. I love it. I love that. And I'm so glad that you guys are, you know, pushing forward. You didn't stop at just this one thing and say, okay, I've got enough exposure. This is it. I'm going to stop. But you guys are expanding your business and this is what it's all about. So guys, as we come, you know, to a close on the show, I always like to open it up for a piece of advice Um, for festival attendees, for listeners, for people that are starting up their own business. What is one piece of advice that you would give people? So Deja, we'll start off with you. What is a piece of advice that you would give to the people? Um, to treat the janitor with the same respect as you would the CEO. Okay. And I've always, and I, like, people, my friends get on me all the time. They're like, you're always talking to everybody. Yeah. You're always, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to, I'm going to talk. Because you just don't never know who you're talking to. Absolutely. Or you don't never know who you're eating. And I think a lot of times we're so um, apprehensive about making conversation with people because we are thinking like, oh, they might think this or they might think that. But if you're just being yourself and talking to people, I, it opens the doors for a lot more opportunities. I love that, Deja. I love that. And staying humble will always take you further. So I love that you mentioned it. All right, James, what is your piece of advice? This, this can be for either the, the festival attendees, some listeners, some business owners. What would it be a piece of advice for them? Uh, formulate the plan and execute the plan. I love that. That's it. You know, don't let stuff, don't let things get in your way. Don't let people get in your way. Don't let opinions get in your way. You form a plan in your mind and you execute it. That's it. Absolutely. Nothing in between. I love that. All right, guys, and I'll always like to share a piece of advice on my end, and it would just to be to keep dreaming. I don't think that there's a dream too small or too big to accomplish. I know that for me, I'm a faith walker. I'm a faith talker. So if you just trust, you know, in God, he can execute the plan. All he wants us, you know, to just be the visionary to kind of, you know, say what we want and he can make it happen. So y'all, I thank y'all for, you know, joining on the show. If you guys please give the people um, where they can find you. So your social media is where they can follow you and um, follow your journey. So um, we'll start off with you, James, where can the people find you on your social media platforms? Um, you can find me on Facebook at Jolly's Catering and Events. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jolly's Catering 919. But, um, some going on, on my Instagram. They said I was 13 or something, so I'm going through that. <laughs> I got an age verification. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can reach me over there, or you can call me direct, 919-815-6594. You can touch me right there. Chase the taste. 
I'm all over the city yes. and beyond. You know what I'm saying? Come see me. You know, I'm out here. Absolutely. And Deja, where can the people find you on social media? Where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on Instagram um, at Heroin Beauty, and that's H A I R O I N B E A U T Y. And it's the same for Facebook. Absolutely, guys. You heard it here. And stay tuned, y'all, for more episodes. You know where to find me. It's Pen and Paper Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And, y'all, I'm just excited for more guests and more things to kind of set off the season, two. Thank y'all for listening. All right, y'all, we're out.